You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. to love Spanish radio calls, man. <laughs> I think they make everything better. We are here with pretty boy Dave Williamson and the great J.D. Witherspoon. How are you guys doing today, man? We're all feeling pretty, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I always thought you have one of those boxer boxer names, right? You'd be, you'd be great as a pretty boy Dave Williamson. Uh, all right? right, I'll take that. You'll take that. <laughs> so, Dave, what do you think? I'd rather be pretty boy Dave Williamson than pretty boy Cody Parker <laughs> in this week. Poor Cody Park, you man. He's a, he's Holy a, shit. He's a good Auburn boy at heart. Is he, Did he go to Auburn? He was an Auburn kicker. Dave yeah. went to Auburn. Like, there are a few positions in sports that are as tough as being a field goal kicker. Number one, nobody respects you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have zero respect. Second, if you fuck the game up, you get that much more shit on than anybody else. Yeah, it, it's, it comes with the territory, though, right? Because they also have it pretty sweet. They don't have to go out there and get their brains knocked in. Yeah. They yeah, can no. just go get a pretty I'm decent paycheck for kicking. And, and they can also, the flip side is, they don't have to do shit, and they can come in and get all the glory, too. You exactly. Know? Now, Cody so. Parkey signed, like, a $30 million contract in the mm-hmm. offseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be one of the legit, good, up-and-coming young kickers. Mm. Do you think something like this just, like, ruins a career, or is it something you can bounce back from? No, if if he make if he can make kicks, he'll bounce back. It's simple as that. But it, the question is whether something like this affects his psyche. You yeah, because what happened? Who's that Vikings kicker a couple of years ago? Was that Blair Walsh? You know, it was a Vikings kicker, and he had a little chip shot field goal to make it and to to win the game and win the playoff game, and he fucking doinked it. Yeah. And next year, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, he's a great kicker. He's a veteran kicker." And when he came back, he was just done. You know, he was shot. Yeah, and those, that's one of the positions, too, where you can never really say someone's done. Like, Minitari is, like, 74 years old. He's still out there, like, kicking a high percentage, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those guys can just go on forever if, mm-hmm. they, if, they, if they got their head right. Now, on the other body. side of that, you have guys like Mike Vanderjot. If you remember Mike Vanderjot. Idiot kicker. He, idiot yeah. kicker. <laughs> he once got drunk on TV and started complaining about Dungey and Peyton, and Peyton was like, oh, our idiot kicker got liquored up on TV and started saying some dumb stuff. But he is still, I think, statistically. Statistically, the greatest, most accurate field goal kicker in history. But when he Vandershanked it, when he shanked it in that divisional round against the uh, against the Steelers in 07 or 08, he was never 
the same after that. He didn't last the next year with us, and he ended up washing out with the Cowboys. You know yeah, what I mean? and he opened up a sports bar in Marco Island, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard the story, you should Google uh, Jeff Dye and Brant Tobler's story right now about oh, uh, stealing the jersey off the wall it. from from Wait, Vander what, Jackson. What happened? I've heard this from Jeff himself. I've heard this. Yeah. Jeff Dye is a is a comedian. Yeah. And uh, so wait, he was at the bar, Vanderjat's bar down there in Florida. Well, I won't do it justice, but I'll just give you the cliff notes. Basically, uh, Jeff and Brant, uh, two you know great dudes and funny comics, they were in uh, Marco Island and uh, they got a little hammered with some locals and and uh, the the night led them to stealing uh, valuable jerseys off of the wall from <laughs> Vanderjat's bar yeah. when they were drunk, and then they got voicemails from Vanderjat himself. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, say we know it was you. Bring it back. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna call the cops. That's hilarious. We are here today with comics Dave Williamson and JD Witherspoon. Uh, Dave, you're a great comic. You have shows all over here in LA. Uh, how long have you been out here in LA, man? Man, it's been like five or six years now. Five or six years. Yeah, it's always hard. I have a hard time putting a, a finger on an exact amount, which I know sounds like. Uh, like, like, like it's stupid. Like I should know yeah. that when I moved out here, but yeah. I left Miami and uh, my family and I traveled in an RV for a year and a half before we actually landed in LA. Yeah. So like I lived in LA for a while in the RV before I had an address. So dude, it's like, that is so white trash. It, it, it's <laughs> very white trash. Dude. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Dave and I have a personal connection. Uh, his wife is from my hometown. Carmel, Indiana. Carmel Greyhounds. Oh, yeah. Carmel, Indiana. The most roundabouts in the United States in Carmel, Indiana. I, I milk that joke every time I'm doing shows there. <laughs> I open with a little rifting about the roundabouts. Yes, she's my fellow Carmelionaire. That's true. So Dave and I bond over that. What do you got, Dave? You going out with what, Burt Kreischer next next month? Uh, yeah, doing some road dates with Burt. Really excited about that. He's doing a theater tour. So I'm getting to go do a couple weekends with him on that in February. And uh, nice. going to Florida, back home to Florida to do some shows later this month. Now, when you do shows with Bert, do you have to not wear a shirt? Is it like a shirts and skins thing? How does that whole thing work? <laughs> well, um, sometimes at the meet and greet, uh, some of the fans will want me to take my shirt off <laughs> for the picture or whatever. And I'm like, you should ah. totally do that. I, I mean, I have before just to like appease people, but I'm at a point in my life now where I'm just lazy. I just five, ten years ago, I probably couldn't wait to oh, take my yeah. shirt off. You I were, was, you was were a, a sexy boy, exhibitionist, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll wear my speedo in this picture if you want me to. Dave Pull out the plays, old water polo cap, you know. Dave plays water polo, which is apparently still a real sport. It is, know? especially out here in LA, man. Water polo is pretty popular out here. Shut mm. the fuck up. How's water polo popular? It's true, dude. I'm telling you, there's it. a I believe it. burgeoning people, water a polo people, community. A lot of bored people with money are probably <laughs> playing water polo. Dude, that is a total yeah. bored person. I mean, like we got money. Just like water polo. regular polo. <laughs> Dude, the, the crazy thing about LA too is that like even the schools in the ghetto have like uh, have, have pools. Yeah. You know, it's like if you got a pool, you got to use it for something. So they have pol uh, polo programs. Yo, some programs. Oh, wow. if I was an inner city kid, I would just dominate water <laughs> yeah. polo. You yeah. know what I mean? Let don't let that get into the Olympics. They'll hate it. It is in the Olympics. Is it already? It isn't. It's been in the Olympics. Don't don't let an inner city you're, kid look, get into the Olympics. You're offending Dave. He's winning it. It's the. First of oh, all, wait, no, I have seen it because, you know, it's them playing in the water. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah that's, that is water those, polo. You're correct. It's one of those once in the four It's not Marco sports. Polo. It's every four years, <laughs> everyone, everyone rediscovers water polo. The and, one with the net, right? It's got a net. Yeah. There you go. And they got the ear thing. Volleyball the in the water. That's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like soccer, lacrosse, and handball 
on, in the water, basically. Yo, but that, that shit was, is. I love that I've already turned this that's podcast you know. into a water polo podcast. <laughs> it like brings me so much joy. People love because that's when polo, you man. that's when you know you're really bored when you take three of your favorite sports and just say we're making something new. <laughs> let's get that's, wet. How can we do this? And with let's, less do in, let's do it. Let's do it in the pool too. Yeah. <laughs> basketball and water polo. Oh yeah, man. basketball. Yeah. And JD, how how did you get into stand up and show business? You come from a show business family, right? Yeah, yeah. And no, I come from a show business family. Uh, my dad's a comic and whatnot, and all. So uh, my mom's been in the industry and what and all that jazz. But uh, me getting into it, I got I got I got in this stand up on a dare. I didn't want to do it. Oh really? Because my dad that's his, that's his thing. And I never, your dad is if uh, you don't mind yeah. Saying. My dad is Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider no, my, is his father. <laughs> uh, no, my dad is John Witherspoon, who's a who's a comic who's still up and gigging to you this know, day still hit, doing road dates your pops is pops yeah my pops literally that pops. yeah that's what that i've had people literally come up to me and say wait your pops his <laughs> pops and whatnot so yeah pops from the waynes brothers uh the dad in friday he's i i like to explain him as that guy who is always taking a shit in whatever scene <laughs> of a tv show that's he's his Poop, poop humor. That's yeah, his thing. That's something me and him have in common. If you talk to my family, I spend most of my time, you know, yeah. on the toilet. It's, you know, you have so much news these days. It's hard to get off the fucking it's, shitter. It's one of the I best places. I get into places. an article and, and I'm there 25 minutes later. Yeah. You know, no. and I have the hemorrhoids to prove it. My dad, my dad literally has told me that any ailment or issue you're going through or sickness can be solved with taking a dump. He's told me that. That's yeah. fair. He's yeah, like, he's like those you, toxins out of the body. Yeah, you know? he's like, you got a headache? Go take a boo-boo. That's what he tells me. Yeah. <laughs> your, your dad should run Cedar sinai I think that's <laughs> sound advice. I, actually, on this, the prescription pad is take a boo-boo. Yeah, take a boo-boo. <laughs> In case of emergency, take a boo-boo. <laughs> yes, but you're a great comedian in your own right. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I've been doing it for like uh, four to five years, and uh, – I you know I started like I said on a dare. A friend of mine dared me to do a do a mic here actually at the Laugh oh, Factory. Really? Yeah. A, yeah, it was the first time I did it. And uh, Jamie's known my dad buddy, and buddy, me Jamie since I was a own, kid. Own Laugh Factory. Every buddy, time, if you don't know, yeah, he's buddy, buddy, and <laughs> Iranian Jew, buddy. Yeah, but no, every time. I, I come in, he, no matter what, he always says, do you know I used to hold him here in the <laughs> lobby? This guy, his, he would be sucking his thumb and his dad would be on stage being funny. I was his babysitter. I'm like, Jamie, you don't have to explain that to I don't to know if now. I would uh, trust Jamie to babysit anybody. I wouldn't either. You but, I mean? I mean, but he, you know. <laughs> that is great, man. But, and yeah. we're going to be, play, be playing a fun game with JD. Mm -hmm. We're going to be playing an NBA impressions game a little bit, man. But, you know, Speaking of Mike Vanderjet, I can relate. I don't think I've ever been so disappointed or angry in my life as that divisional round loss against the against the Steelers. That was our best team, according to uh, Tony Dungy. So I can totally relate with Chicago Bears fans. And then there's this guy. Did you hear this guy? This guy uh, is awesome. He's he's. I think he. I think he's the spirit animal of every Chicago Bears and angry fan. Eight million, ten million, twenty-five million. I don't know how much fucking Cody Parkey's getting fucking paid, but that little fucking cocksucker from South Florida can't make a goddamn fucking kick for his fucking life. I mean, how much fucking money we gotta pay this fucking cocksucker? How much fucking opportunity do you fucking need? How many fucking missed kicks is Cody Parkey gonna fucking hit this year? Eleven! Eleven! That's how many! Eleven! Fuck you, Cody! Fuck you! 
Hey, uh, who's your favorite character in Stranger Things? That's our money! I love it! <laughs> and meanwhile, that guy was like winded from yelling. I know, right? I really sincerely hope he's coaching like his kids' like baseball team. Yeah. He's got to be a fucking delight. You know what I mean? Yeah. How dare you not be uh, perfect, he's, you elite he's athlete. Grooming, he's grooming his kids as kickers right now and, like, forcing them to play soccer just so they don't mess exactly. up. Exactly. Well, you know, I did my kid. Uh, my oldest son's a big sports fan. Yeah, you coach your, you coach your kids as leagues, I, right? Uh, you know, I haven't done a lot of co- – I coach uh, I coach water polo. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. But, uh, but I haven't done a lot of coaching on my own kids. Um, but when my son got really into football when he was about six years old, I told him, I said, you could play football, but once you get to high school, you can only be a kicker or a quarterback. Yeah. And so I built him uh, some uprights in the backyard, a field goal. Yeah. And with the net and everything, so he could learn oh, how to no kick. Oh, no shit. And You're I said, like a good dad. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> if you want to play football, you just have to also be the kicker. Because one day, I don't want you to get your brains beat in. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going, he wants to be a wide receiver, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna go dude let him go, go over the man. middle. And, I mean, I you're would like, if you're he like really the cared, opposite but. of this dad. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but you know, that's interesting that you say that. So you built like a little upright in the backyard. Yeah, I built a football field in my little tiny backyard, basically. So do you know how Cody Parker or Parky spent summers training? There was like a, a telephone pole. And he would literally all summer kick at this fucking pole. Apparently, he was good at hitting the pole. <laughs> yeah, and I guess <laughs> he should have practiced hitting kicking <laughs> to the right upright. Yeah, which is amazing to me because in one game this year he hit the uprights like four times in a single game. Mm. You know, which tells me we're living in some kind of universal simulation of some <laughs> kind. Yeah. Well, to be fair, this ball was tipped too when they slowed it they down. They said the next day it was it was tipped a little bit, but still, yeah. you know, there's something there's something about that. You know, like like if you focus your mind and your energy, you know, like that Oprah, the secret shit, and like your <laughs> whole thing, it's like you're manifesting, hitting this pole, hitting this pole, hitting this pole. I think there's well, like something to that. Yeah, well, yeah. especially just with sports in general, it's all muscle memory and repetition. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah, if you're if you're building that habit of of mentally and physically aiming for the pole. Yeah. Sometimes it's not so easy just to adjust so to the right want, a little bit. You want your son to aim for the pole. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have daughters. If I had daughters, I would aim for, to get them as far away from the pole as possible. <laughs> but that's interesting that you would have your son either be a kicker or a quarterback. Because it used to be when you were a quarterback, you would get the shit kicked out of you. Not anymore, dude. Now that is not the case Mm-mm. whatsoever. Tom, Bra- Tom Brady's hair is just as pretty as it was at the beginning of the season, you know? Yeah, they protect them a lot these days. Yeah. I just knew my son's. I mean, I don't see football. But he's he really now a couple years later. He's really into soccer. But it's like the only sport I know nothing about. Is it uh, basketball? Isn't water polo also like a very concussive sport as well? Like they wear those helmets and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I did have three kids uh, this past high school season go through concussion protocol for like the ball hitting them in the head and stuff. Yeah, like that. bro. Okay. But that's because they're really careful now. They have to be, you know. So if there's even a hint that you might be concussed they make you go through all the protocol and everything yeah. Yeah. but there's not a lot of contact that, as far as that goes but it is a very physical sport there's a, that's why i fell in love with it because all those wet yeah dudes a lot of, a lot of touch of water. Dudes that seems, like, that seems hard enough in the water that's just a lot of work well the thing is that like it's a it's it's tough it, physically it, it it challenges you because swimming is tough especially swimming when you got a like dude hanging off you right thing. it's the best exercise they say is swimming yeah but i also felt like there was a lot of elements that i liked in other sports you know because i like 
I was on the wrestling team for one year. I was on the football team for two years. Like I did a lot of sports growing up, but I yeah. never really was passionate. Dave does look like a classic white jock. You know what I mean? <laughs> JD, what'd you say? Like the bad guys from the 80s movie or something well, like yeah, that? Yeah, Dolph He's got the jawline for it. Yeah, yeah Dolph's I'm, kid. I'm like 80 pounds heavier now than I was in high school, too. Flash so. Thompson type of character. Flash Thompson, totally Flash Thompson. I, I definitely look like I've swept a few legs in my time, for sure. <laughs> but water polo, like you do a lot of that like leverage, like wrestling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of smarts involved with like yeah. uh, the way it's refereed like you have to really play like a chess game with that uh that's a lot of like you know baseball elements with with shooting and passing the ball you yeah. know so i just felt it was a good combination of all the sports I sure loved. and once every four years i'll give a shit you know yeah, what i mean fair enough man speaking of water hey our producer shit had tommy these guys, I'm sitting here happily drinking my beer, and these guys have no waters or anything, man. <laughs> we're, happy, we're happy to have Tommy back this week. We missed him last week. Man. <laughs> but, yeah, so Bears-Eagles is over. I swear to God, if Nick Foles quarterbacks the Philadelphia Eagles to yet another miraculous victory, I'm going to start believing in Jesus and watching Fox News. I swear to God. Especially you know with I mean? the path, yes. He's go, he's if go he to does the, it to- again, I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's got to go play the Saints now. It's like no easy uh, path that he's had yeah. so far between the Bears. Saints. So what happens when Jesus plays the Saints? You know what I mean? Who <laughs> wins when QB Jesus plays the Saints? One yeah. of my best friends on the whole earth, uh, Pat Powers, lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right? Yeah, uh, he's one of my boys from high school. Just inexplicably. Uh, picked the Eagles when we were kids to be a huge fan of, you know? Oh, just like one of those random fuckers. Yeah, man. He just saw the writing on the wall that maybe being a Dolphins fan wasn't going to be a good path, you know, <laughs> into our 40s. So, uh, the guy's the biggest Eagles fan I know. Reads all the beat reporters, yeah. like, you know? I think he, they're going to... Yeah, I was just going to say, he, two days before the game, made the decision to go because our other buddy from high school lives in Chicago. Yeah. And he just, on our group text, was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking for tickets. I'm going to bring a, a guy from work to the game. Pat, you want to fly out? Men, as a joke. Twenty minutes later, Pat goes. I just asked my wife. She said, "All right, I'm coming." <laughs> and he went and uh, it got to experience that game, and it was so fun experiencing it through his prism of like, you know, oh, I'm what, sure, such man. a nuts game. And this I'm guy sure. just made a decision to go, and it mm. ended up being an awesome experience. For well, him. I really liked the Eagles Super Bowl run. Number one, because it wasn't the Patriots who won, and mm. number two, because they had such joy. Within it. Like, you know when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl? It's like, what the fuck ever? Nobody cares. Yeah. But, like, Philly fans carried such joy with them. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. kind of like when the Cavs finally won the NBA. Yeah. You. Like, yeah. Even though, like, I hate that LeBron left Miami or whatever, you couldn't help but feel happy. By the way, you are the base. only motherfucker who hates that LeBron left Miami. Everyone <laughs> else was like, thank Every- God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, he got two rings there. Two was not enough, though. That's like That's like... I, those to me don't even count. He should have gotten. <laughs> he should have gotten at least. I mean, the Dirk team. He should have beaten the Dirk team. What do you mean? Well, regardless of that, remember it was not one, not, not two, two, not, not three. three. It went no. to like eight. I was yeah. like, you're not staying here that long. Stop yeah, lying, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You lied to Cleveland about three weeks ago. Now you're lying to Miami's faces right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want like the <laughs> shittiest, smallest market team to get Bronny. To get He'd Bron to Jr. To so that he something. has to go to like Phoenix oh, Bron, or Milwaukee oh, or some shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I think the Eagles are actually going to beat the Saints this weekend. Because what everybody forgets about the NFL, your fucking record doesn't matter. It's all how you're playing going into it. And that bye week really kills momentum, that first week bye week. And the Eagles are fucking rolling, baby. Yeah, and according to my fantasy football team, the Saints really started dipping at the end of the year. Yes, exactly. The Saints are the most bipolar team 
game week by week, season by season. I mean, one week they can lose to the Bucks, and the next week they could blow out the Patriots. They're the most bipolar team. I think it, they're kind of dependent on how much Vicodin Sean Payne had snorted for a particular <laughs> game. You know, Sean Payne's got to get that just right amount of Vicodin vodka mix, you know? But yeah. What else? We also had the Chargers Ravens this weekend, which was very interesting because Lamar Jackson took a dump on the field for like exactly three and a half quarters. Did Flacco ever get in that game? He, you know, when it was real, you know, I saw a stat I had never seen before. Okay, we were watching on Western Co- Western Pacific Standard Time, obviously, and this was like at the end of the third quarter, and I forget what time it was in LA, but the stat that came up is. I'd never seen this before. Lamar Jackson has not completed a pass since 107. Yeah, Eastern Standard like two time. hours, right? Yeah, 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 it's like two or three hours. I had never seen anything like that in my life before. But to his credit, he brought them back in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, I think that's kind of they they they're invested in him, and they think they just want him to. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, so they're just like, let's see if he can work his way through yeah. it. You know? There was like a weird moment on the bench where it was like, you know, they had that 107 stat, and it was obvious things were going south, where Flacco put on his helmet, and he so like badly wanted to come into the game. But I don't know. I think he's going to be the quarterback of the Jags next year. I think that fits. But the Chargers – go ahead. I was going to say the Dolphins are – I hear all these rumors that the Dolphins might try to trade for Harbaugh and Flacco. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, because uh, Stephen Ross, the owner, is a big Michigan guy. Yeah, so he just really loves the Harbaugh's. I mean, you do have a precedent of trading for coaches in Flo- in Florida, especially. I mean, the Bucks traded was it a first round pick for John for Gruden? Gruden? Yeah, for John. Gruden. I think that's dumb. I don't think that Flacco Harbaugh combination works anymore. He needs to go someplace new. But what the Chargers did is something I've been advocating on this podcast for a long time. So we talk about a lot about how the college coach, the college game is ahead of the pro game, mm. not just schematically offensively, but defensively as well. And what the Chargers did this weekend was balls out brilliant, okay? They played seven defensive backs, seven. Now, if you have a dime setup, think in Madden, you have usually the four cornerbacks and the two safeties. They replaced one of their linebackers with a cornerback, which allowed them. Now, you think usually you would do that to stop the pass, but they used it brilliantly to stimmy the run using one of those uh, hybrid linebacker DBs as a kind of a spy on so Jackson. They, okay. Gave him more speed on the field, which is fucking brilliant. I've been advocating this kind of uh, elimination of the linebacker position for, for a while now. I think linebackers, they're too slow. They're too sluggish. You need quicker sides, and you can even like replace them with bigger DBs. This mm. is a Sean Joshi theory of the week. Tommy, <laughs> give us some music. Patent that, dude. Is Tommy not there? He's getting this is us our some producer water. shit. Tommy. You, sent, you sent him water. to get water. This is our producer, Tommy, <laughs> yeah. man. You sent him to get water, and now you're just pointing to his empty chair like, <laughs> hit it. Him. I'm like Clint Eastwood at Romney's uh, RNC speech. You know what I mean? Give me that empty chair speech. There he is, Tommy, with the waters. I miss your Thanks, theme Tommy. music. We were talking about theme oh, music. Unlike so. other people, we appreciate you. <laughs> he sent you away. It made no sense. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. But yeah, so we have Chargers in New England. Um, and it makes sense that Philip Rivers, uh, you know, he goes around the country speaking to teens about their sex lives, which is really <laughs> fucking weird. He advocates virginity. I think if you go to teenagers and you say you should be virgins, you're a weird motherfucker. You know what I mean? Especially when you're like the most fertile dude in NFL history. He leads the league in children. For How sure. many kids does he have? Like, I think I think she's pregnant with the ninth one right now. Are you now. kidding? Ninth? Yeah. Holy oh, shit! Man. He's almost going to catch up with Dominique Rogers Cromartie. He's got like eleven or twelve, man. But yeah, 
It's appropriate that he advocates virginity because he has never broken the hymen of the New England Patriots. He is 0-6 against New England Patriots. Do you guys see this weekend as the weekend that Philip Rivers finally beats New England Patriots and makes some playoff progress? I will say I picked the Chargers to win this game. But oh, did you really? Very pretty uh, boy, Dave. Yeah, very, very <laughs> cautiously because I do think the Chargers have the better team. But I think so too. I think when you give Tom Brady uh, that much time to prepare, it's always a scary thing. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I've always said it's more Belichick than Brady because they've been—they weren't waiting to see who won that game. They've been they preparing for the Chargers for two weeks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's the you know I generally don't like a bye week, and I don't like teams anymore taking uh six weeks 16 and 17 off if they have their shit uh locked down which belichick never does that and most most people if you give them the bye week i think those teams get cold but i think the type of preparation new england does it just gives them the advantage yeah i think new england is gonna win and i want new england to win do you know why i want new england to win because my motherfucking indianapolis colts are gonna march into kansas city they're gonna beat mahomes how do you say his name mahomes mahomes yeah. ass Mahomes's. and they're gonna watch in new england they're gonna beat fucking brady's ass they're man. gonna beat my homies ass because <laughs> they're the hottest team in football colts are looking good man nine and one in the last 10 weeks i'm gonna tell you why they're gonna beat the kansas city chiefs the kansas city chiefs uh the one thing they do great you know they have a good except for their offense they have a great defensive line we have the best o-line in football we stimmy jj watch debbie and Clowney, all those boys if we take away their strength on defense they have no back into the secondary oh my god jd it's gravy all fucking day baby <laughs> oh i can't wait i have an erection right now i just can't wait <laughs> crazy what a difference an o-line makes huh like- i know you guys went from having one of the worst to where it almost got uh, luck murdered. Yeah, he had a lacerated kidney. Yeah. But do you know why Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time? I will tell you why he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Because he had the same offensive line as Andrew Luck when Andrew Luck was getting murdered and getting sacked 50, 60, 70 times that season. Do you know how many times Peyton Manning got sacked with the same shitty offensive line? Like 11. You know what I mean? He's just so perfect, but I'm not going to turn this into a how much I miss Peyton podcast. <laughs> I do. I miss you every day, sweet, sweet Peyton. I miss you. Um, but yeah, I think I think the I think uh, I think the Colts are going to take Kansas City, and that's not crazy. I know the Chiefs have averaged 35 points a game or something crazy like that, but uh, they are one and three in their last four non-Oakland Raiders games. One and three. Yeah, it's funny this year. Like uh, it seemed three weeks ago. You couldn't make an argument that it wouldn't be either the Chiefs, the Rams, or the Saints winning at all. Yeah. And now that we're in the 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 muck of it, you know, it's like oh, I could see Colts or Eagles surprising some people and squeezing up there. There are five NFL seasons every season. There are five NFL seasons, and in the regular season, they move in four game increments. And what a lot of the media does is they take that sixteen game hole and they extrapolate that onto the fifth season, which is the playoffs which does not carry water. It's really the third and fourth season, which are the last four or eight games, that dictate how good a team is going to be going into the playoffs. And I just don't see it from the Chiefs. I think they peaked too early. And I think the same goes for the Rams. But where the Rams are lucky is that they're going to be playing the Cowboys, you know, and I think that's going to let them kind of get on, on track a little bit. I don't yeah, think Cowboys get, get are ready rhythm. yet. Cowboys aren't ready yet. They got lucky running into the Seahawks, who apparently are playing football from 1935. They're running the ball. <laughs> like, every down when you have Russell Wilson dropping dimes. 
Yeah, like and then, 35 yards downfield every time he throws. Yeah, and you're not prepared for someone else to kick a field goal when your kicker's 279 pounds. <laughs> oh, Seabass was brilliant, dude. That's like me like trying to play basketball after a summer barbecue. You know what I mean? Yeah, he probably just showed up smoking a cigarette like, uh, all right, I'll kick yeah. some field goals. And it's like, oh, my hammy. Oh, yeah. Huge surprise. The great Sebastian Janikowski, who is one of Al Davis, spent a first-round pick drafting him as a kicker. He was known as a party boy at Florida State. One of the strongest legs in the league. Probably hey, arguably not a bad draft kick for how long he was there. And he right. was a really solid kicker for a long time. Right. But they tried to what, have him kick a 55-yarder, and he fucking strained his beer gut yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> it was amazing but yeah so we'll see what happens the other great game was uh the the um of course the national championship with my boy another pretty boy trevor lawrence yeah i'm happy anytime that uh that bama gets beat yeah trevor lawrence is the anointed one if you don't know about trevor lawrence they're saying right now he's an 18 year old kid jd mm -hmm. that he could be drafted number one in the NFL if he was drafted today. Yeah. You know? But do you know how I know he's great? How? Because he breaks down film at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> That's his regular thing. Uh, he loves Chick-fil-A in Cartersville. That's where Lawrence would hide out, uh, duck the crush of being a local celebrity, hide in the corner booth on his laptop, and study game tape. You know what I mean? Uh, and after he won the game, one of his teammates said, look at his face. You can't tell if he just won a national championship or if he's headed down to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, kid's good, man. He's good, but I just – I look at his face and I just like him. He's too, like, Likeable? smug. <laughs> he's too happy. He reminds me of the douchebag. Like, I like Trevor Lawrence, by the way. But he reminds me of the douchebag at the end of School of Rock, the guy who just wears the leather sleeves. <laughs> you know which douche nozzle I'm talking about? You know this guy? No. 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 Not Joe Cusack. I am the principal of a school. Oh, yeah. Don't they end up making out yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude without a shirt. He's got, uh, like, webbed cool. sleeves, yes. right? Yes, it is. It's very... It's very cool. Yeah. Yes. It is, it is cool. It is very cool. I like that. What's his name, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Spider. What? Spider. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got an open hey, chest. You in a like, literally, it's just hey, his arms coming. Yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's got a swimmer's torso. He's wearing an yeah. open shirt with just leather yeah, sleeves Yeah, Michael Phelps top. looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. I don't know. How do you guys feel about college football? Do you like it as much as, as the pro game? Well, you know, I think that... It would have been a no-brainer if you asked me a year or two ago, but NFL did a really good job fixing the league, I think. I mean, this was a fun year. Like, I, I've gotten really bored with the NFL the past couple of years just with all the rule changes and them going a little soft and everything. But then this year, like, seeing the offense that resulted from it, I was like, oh, yeah, they were right. This is fun. <laughs> that is a great, great point because the NFL the last couple of years, not only have all the stories around it been negative, the the – the product on the field wasn't that good, and and the storylines weren't compelling. They were yeah. just boring seasons. And this year, you had a lot of great stories. I honestly think there was a Peyton Manning hangover in terms of the ratings. If you look 
if you and, and David, I've, I've had a Dan Marino <laughs> hangover for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the ratings of of uh, the top ten rated games, Peyton Manning is literally seven or eight of them. And I don't think he got enough credit for driving ratings. And when you had him gone two or three years after, you lose those big prime time spots. Him versus Patriots was like a Super Bowl in the regular season. Yeah, I think what you saw this year some young talent. Uh, whether it's you know Mahomes or Baker that came through and kind of could fill that vacuum of being a charming player because Tom Brady isn't that charming. People don't like Tom Brady. Dude, People and, don't tune to watch Tom Brady. And quarterbacks make your team so much more fun to watch. Like yeah. if your team doesn't yeah. have a good quarterback, it's like that's why the Dolphins like I, you know everyone can't win a Super Bowl. I get it, but they're just not even fun to watch. Yeah, since we haven't had a quarterback in you know over a decade. Well, yeah. that's what a lot of the rule changes were: is making sure quarterbacks don't get injured, that they spend the entire season on those teams, and it worked. If you looked at the end of the season, most of the major quarterbacks were healthy, which is not the case in years past. If these rules were here, yeah, Peyton Manning would still be playing. And I, and I, and I think on the flip side, so college football has gone the other direction for me because before. College football was my favorite, but then now with the playoff, which should have been put in to make college football more exciting, more of that March Madness, more a maybe the little guys got a chance. Mm -hmm. When they put Alabama in last year and UCF went undefeated, for me, like, you know, I could see the argument. You know, obviously Alabama was the best team and everything, but it made me feel like, oh, well, now there's nobody's got a chance of beating either Clemson or Alabama. Like, you know, because you're not giving the little guy a chance to win, you're giving the big programs a second chance I, to win and I, if they get a second chance you're never going to beat them yeah i hate that ucf story so much if you are in division one college football and you win every single one of your games you should have a chance to at least be in the playoff to win a national championship yeah. what kind of a fucking e system is that even if you get smoked you should at least have the opportunity to go, to go oh, all right we wanted to see because you know we, why yeah that's how we get rudy baby yeah. that's how we get hoosiers baby <laughs> you're taking away rudy and you're taking away hoosiers you know yeah, no doubt man Ah, it makes me angry. Alabama doesn't need your your pity. They were going to be just fine. They're going to be there next year anyways. Yeah, you know? I'm <laughs> so glad they got their ass beat. But that's how good Trevor Lawrence is, that he was able to play Alabama. Dude, not only that, but them. like the D-line was dominating, and I think yeah. they had a couple of their, their better D-line players were suspended for the game. Yeah. Like, like Clemson's just stacked top yeah. to bottom. I mean, I – I was not surprised they won, but I was blown away that they in the manner that they, in which they yeah won. that they handled them like that. I, I've come to appreciate college football a lot more than I did in the past. I think that's just because schematically you can see they're light years ahead of what's going on in the NFL, you know. But my big thing with college football is like kind of what you're talking about. The talent disparity is so much that sometimes you don't even get like good games. Like you can watch an NFL game, and even if it's the shittiest Jacksonville versus New England, you know. Jacksonville can give them a new game, a good game. You rarely have that in college football. But when it does happen, it's like such a big story. Well, not only that, but um, I feel like when when we were younger and there was a disparage, you know, when their like, talent was a little lopsided, it was because it was your own guys, you know? So when Miami was really good, those were all kids that came from in the Miami. hood in Miami. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like, hey, our boys are better than yours. When Nebraska was good, it was a bunch of corn-fed Nebraska kids right. for the most part. Mm -hmm. Now it's just whatever program's got the most money 
and gets the most uh, TV spots and has the coolest uniforms and can go out and, you know. Because recruiting is national. Yeah. You can recruit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like want. that regional. That's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's... Miami had the convicts. Notre Dame had the Catholics. Catholics yeah, it's, versus it's, convicts. That's our homegrown boys versus your homegrown boys, you know? All right. So what's your Super Bowl call right now if you had to, if you had to put one in? I would, uh, I would probably pick the Rams. You know, I'm going Colts, Rams, and my Coltsies are winning, baby. You got one, J.D.? I think Eagles can take Eagle it again. Fly, Eagles fly. Eagles fly again. Why not? Are you going to be also uh, believing in Jesus and watching Fox News with me then? Uh, not Fox News. I do believe in Jesus, though. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles regularly goes on the Fox News. He loves the Fox News. Nick Foles yeah. Well, if the Eagles make it uh, past the Saints and they come out here to play the Rams, I'm definitely going with my buddy Pat. I'm going to make him fly out here. Watch that game. And I got to go to the game Hell one yeah. way or another. Let's do it, baby. Guys, do you know what time it is? Tommy, hit that theme music. It's time for NBA Impressions. Hit it, Tommy. Oh, snap. <laughs> NBA Impressions. Hey, that was pretty good, Tommy. Why not just get a real Yeah, I whistle. did that with my mouth, that, uh, that whistle sound. <laughs> <laughs> so here we're going to play NBA Impressions with impressionist extraordinaire J.D. Witherspoon, oh, where man. he will pick one basket containing names of impressions and the other basket current NBA storylines. We will go through the midseason NBA in this manner. Are you ready, Dave Williams? So, where are we guessing? Is he going to do the impression and we yell out who we think it is? Or we could do that too. Yeah, let's it's not do like that. a buzzer or something. Right. No, there's no buzzer. It's <laughs> not really a game. All right, all right. It's just like a setup to talk about. Want to make NBA. sure I know the rules. I'm very competitive. <laughs> very I don't competitive. Want to be at a disappointment. I guess it's not really a game. I guess for him, it's a game. How it's much, all. It's a. How big. much do you not suck at impressions, JD? <laughs> I'd say I'm 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 a I'm like an 85. I'm oh, pretty yeah. I'm pretty decent. You're I'm 85. A, you're I'm like, right. I don't want to overhype myself. You're like a DeRozan. You're mad. And scores I'm a, 85 on impressions. I'm better than DeRozan. No, better no, no. DeRozan. I wouldn't get traded for my impressions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Jason Tatum said he would trade himself for Anthony Davis, which I was like, yeah, that's pretty much to play on To play on Boston? self He said that himself? He said, I would understand. I would, if I was a GM, I would trade myself for Anthony Davis. I, would, I mean, yeah, because you're, what, two years? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. he's only 20. I wouldn't, I, you know what, though? No, uh, for what they've got right now, I wouldn't trade them. It would just make things even stickier than what they got yeah, right now. Hey, Gordon Hayward Anthony just got to get back on the horse. Twenty five, though. He's still Anthony young. Anthony Davis is so. But so he's good. a beast. But it's like he's a. Nah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like if you do that, you got to get rid of Hayward. You don't need Hayward, Davis, and Kyrie. Yeah, you, too you much gotta ball get, sharing. Because Davis, Davis doesn't play like a big dude. He plays like a big dude with a jumper with a post game. He's like uh, Giannis. Like they got, they have yeah. too much. They have too much in their arsenal where. The ball, the ball can't be spread up, spread around enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think in the NBA, you just get the best superstars you can get, and then you figure Let it out around them. Let them yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. And with that, we will start NBA Impressions. Tommy. <laughs> All right. NBA Impressions. Oh, fucked up the whistle. Okay. There you go. First right. impression. Oh, <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell us who it is. All right. All right. First impression. Oh. And then take the storyline. Okay. Look at this production values, Dave. Are you are you impressed? Those are Those fancy baskets. So I'm supposed to read the storyline. <laughs> you line. come to the laugh factor tonight. You order French fries. Exactly. <laughs> in <laughs> baskets. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna read the storyline in the impression. That's no, you tell. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Right. Like yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> See if I can do this. Um. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers use more coffee than any other team, and they also do more flying. 
Is coffee a performance enhancer? I don't know what that was, but <laughs> is that an announcer? Is that like a trailer guy? Kind of, but it's hard to do when talking. Uh, that, uh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. You got to guess, right? Tommy, do you have a guess? Is that uh, <laughs> Marv Albert? <laughs> oh man, I'm stumped on this one. Um. Uh, here, I'll I'll read it with an ad lib from the characters. Alright, you backstory. know what? Yeah, you there can you comment on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh if only we had the all spark, could we all oh, work together? Optimus, <laughs> Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. <laughs> Auto it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll out. See, I misunderstood the game. I thought all the impressions were from the NBA. No. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, dude, that's a really distinguished sounding now NBA player. <laughs> like that's no. a good shack. General, <laughs> general impressions talking uh, about right. the NBA. All right. Yeah. So you, can, uh, you can read the title and then give us your thoughts in the character. Oh, got that. it. Got okay? it. Maybe we should have fleshed this out more. <laughs> a little, little more. Should have done a rehearsal, huh? Okay. Okay. Here we go. All next, right. next impression. All right. Good. I won one. that round, right? One nothing me. One nothing. <laughs> one nothing Dave. All right. All right. Cool. You have your impression. All right. Here we go. I got my impression. I've got my information. Uh. So you can read it. I will read it because, and then we'll ask you. I'll ask you in the and, character and the character what you think about it. All right, okay. here we go. All right, so <laughs> stupid. Mm, now, is Chandler Parsons uh, the smartest <laughs> player in the NBA? Oh, 38 million after parting ways with the Grizzlies, <laughs> included 25, including 20. Five million next year is the smartest player in the NBA. Hmm. Get the D. Has anybody go. made more money? Uh, character impression doing less in the NBA than Chandler Parsons. What do you think about Chandler Parsons? I think Chandler Parsons, probably smart brother, got all this money in his pocket. This shit seems pretty amazing. I think he should write me a check myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Who do we think is that commentator? On Chandler Parsons. I think that that's probably uh, someone related to JD. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a name? Do, 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 do. John Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! There we go. I know how JD to gets it himself. <laughs> Yo, Chandler Parsons is amazing. This guy doesn't play at all. Chandler Parsons. Well, he's um. He used to, yeah, he's on Portland, right? No, so he was on the wasn't Grizzlies. He, See, you don't even know what wasn't team he, he's wasn't on, on OK, He was on OKC okay, too, wasn't he? So he was on Dallas. It's a white dude with the jumper. White dude with the jumper. Yeah, I know this he dude. Was on he was Houston. on the Rockets, wasn't he? He was on yeah. Houston. Then he signed a huge contract Didn't with the Mavericks. Didn't the Cavs Mavericks. have him for a minute, too? Chandler Parsons so had, like, there was a... Huge contract. There, were, there was a quarter, like, there was a smidge of his career where he was really nice, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was he was highlight contracts. Uh, and then a huge contract with the Mavericks. And then he played, like, at the end of that contract for a little bit. And then huge contract damn, with so the Grizzlies. And then he got hurt again. Am I remembering oh, he this got song? hurt. Did, didn't the Cavs, didn't LeBron trade for him, and then he didn't really fit in? I don't Kyle, think he was ever on the Kyle Cavs. He no, got, no, no, no. But I call him the Sam Bradford of he NBA was definitely, players. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Sam Bradford 
is going to make $20 million for the Cardinals this year, this past year that Josh Rosen started. He didn't even play. Mm. He's made $134 million in his career, which is more than Tom Brady. Wow. It's an insurance policy. I would rather be saying that. A lot of dudes, a lot, a lot of dudes get off with uh, what's it called like that. Uh, the homie I know, I know what's the name personally, Gilbert Arenas. He had, he got he got over 170 million and got out the NBA and was just chilling because you Dude, know for the, for the guns. What shit. happened to Gilbert Arenas? I love he, Hibachi. Agent Zero. Man. Hibachi, Hibachi Agent was Zero. amazing, dude. He's a beast. He's a uh, he. I'm, I think Hibachi can still play. I think he was just like I'm over. He needs. Well, he'd have. I mean, I know I know him because he used to go to the same high school I went to. I went sure. to Grant High School out here in L.A. and yeah. uh, my eldest cousin was his best friend, so he would always be at my aunt's house. So I would see him and whatnot. And we would now like this play is video braces, games. Braces Gilbert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is high school. This is him before he went to Arizona and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I just you know he got in the league and he was he was doing up cats. But you know one, it's Dude, one of those he things was where doing up, he was legit one of the top seven players in the league. for yeah. more one than of the top two point years. guards, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but you know he, you know all during all these amazing players like uh, careers, there's always like one player who stops you from getting where you need to be. And, like, Kobe was part of his, and so was LeBron. LeBron yeah. definitely stopped him twice oh, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, for sure. But they had yeah. a fun rivalry. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they got a few shots and then, and then LeBron, you know, too. And then he started having a little, like, you know, rivalries with his own teammates. So then yeah, it the just whole, yeah. Yeah. brought a couple game. guns to the <laughs> locker room. But then he did, like, well, but he, doesn't that happen in water polo? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. But that wasn't even why he got in trouble. He Brass got, knuckles he, in my Speedo all the time. <laughs> he got in trouble. Is that what that was? <laughs> Brass knuckles in the Speedo. He brought the guns, but I remember the thing that that set off the league was the fact that he joked around about it on the court. Remember that? Do you remember no. they yeah, start yeah. they started a huddle at the beginning of the game, right before they started the game? Yeah. And he jokingly was doing this. He was like, "Hey!" <laughs> like he had gut pointing, you know. Oh, fing- He was doing hilarious. finger guns like pew pew yeah. to his teammates, and think, they were not fans of that. I think Gilbert Arenas, if I'm remembering things correctly, probably was just a real fun loving dude, mm-hmm. and. uh NBA owners aren't fun-loving dudes. Yeah. So at the tail end of his career, they were like, he could probably still play, but they're like, it's not worth the, yeah. the circus yeah. comes with it. You know, the, the media attention, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. You know how you know my brother uh, went to college in 2009 or 2008 because his Xbox profile name is Agent Arenas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's profile, right on, the profile picture is Ari from Entourage. <laughs> nice. Right on the money. <laughs> to this day, it's like, dude, you totally went to a Big Ten school. You know what I mean? Right on the money. Do okay. I get to do an impression of my dad? With the, <laughs> sure. get me do now? an impression of your dad. That's traveling. Everything is traveling now. <laughs> that hey, does... it. Stop hanging on the Rambo. That does sound like an old white guy talking about professional basketball. That in college is way better. I only watch college. I don't watch these hoodlums in this pro game. You know? But, Tommy, who got the point on that? Can JD get a point on himself? JD uh, gets I don't, one point. I don't need, I guess. <laughs> JD gets one point. I didn't even know there was a point system. There the, is now. <laughs> okay, now. He's doing all the work. Let's give him a point. Let's give him uh, a point. JD gets a point. Next. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We should have done some Jeopardy music or something. <laughs> <laughs> bling, 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 bling. All right, here we go. Bling, 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 bling. All right. So read bling, the thing, bling, and bling. then I'll ask you a question about it in character. All right, here we go. <clears throat> um, Derek Rose said, anyone who said he can't play without, <laughs> without Thibodeau should kill themselves. Do you think we have a career going forward, boo-boo? Do you think Derek Rose... Will be an effective NBA player going forward. Character, uh, you know, you know, pimp. Listen, listen here now. Um, <laughs> motherfucking Derrick Rose 
ain't been the same since he blew out them motherfucking uh, gumballs he calls knees. And that is not <laughs> that is not even me throwing any shade now. I'm just trying to say that this motherfucker has been out the game since he was in the game. I don't even know what he plans on doing anymore. He's a great sixth man if you want to be that. Now, well, now I agree and disagree with Cat Williams. <laughs> Cat Williams, ding, 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 ding. I, uh, I do think that, obviously, you know, his injuries are what slowed him down. But I also think Derrick Rose is a really interesting dude to study a little bit uh, from an athlete's psyche. Meaning? Because I think that he – I don't know if you ever uh, – there's – it seemed like there was points in his career where he didn't love playing basketball. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. You know? And, and to play at that high elite level, you got to – have something that drives you, man, you know? Yeah. Post, post-torn and whatnot. Do you remember how fucking good he was? He was so good, <laughs> That man. his, no, I want to definitely say that his, his injury was, in my opinion, more mental than physical. Like, at a certain point, he, when he blew out, what was he? It was the first ACL, right? Yeah. Or he blew, he blew out the first knee, and then after that, I'm sure that took a, took a hit to his ego, because he was at, he was, he was like within, what? Like ten percent of what I would say his prime was, not maybe or maybe right or like at the beginning years of his prime. Right, right, right. Like he was. Oh, he, I still think he ever reached his full prime or potential of what he could have been. I think he was showcasing what it could have been he if never, he would have if he would have went through that whole playoff series. Yeah, he never got the jump shot with his physical talent at the same time. You know. Yeah, I mean he, but he would still make amazing plays and he would pull. Um, he would he Absolutely. would pull off some shots that Absolutely. were harder than usual. Right, mid range. But that's to just because he was such a great competitor. Yeah, yeah. But no, I yeah, I definitely think that psyche wise, he he put himself. I mean, he didn't mean to put himself in a bind, but like he blew out the first knee. Yeah. Then he came back and it was like, okay, cool, we're back. You know, let's just get back on the horse. We got this. Then he blew out the other leg. Right. I did not expect that to happen. Because yeah. it was like, wasn't it? It was like a triple blow. It was like, it was like right leg, left leg, and it was right like, it again. Was like every and then they were both, year, yeah, simultaneously every bro- blown. He I, and then you know, and then he started becoming a, like a sherpa. He started growing his hair out. <laughs> <laughs> he started growing his beard, and he was just like, man, I don't know, I won't do this anymore. Yeah, he and was that's always and look, so mo- morose, mind, oh no, motherfucker. Mind you, mind you, he's the most. Boring human so being. Boring. Well, him no, and Kawhi. Pri- no, no, Kawhi's, uh, Kawhi's like a weirdo, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Derrick Rose is genuinely just someone who is deprived of personality. Like, even back when he was, like, the man, whenever they did interviews with him, I was like, yo, this guy just, there's nothing in his brain except basketball. I, I don't think so. <laughs> like, like, all I see is, like, a court in his in his head and just a big airy room going, doosh, 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 <laughs> like, when he's listening to people talk I to him. I think he's, like, Marvin Harrison, like, one of those quiet guys you think has no personality whatsoever, and then you find out off the field they're like gun running, shooting <laughs> out car no, washes and Harris. shit. Seen, you know what I mean? Know. He seems so mundane. I don't know because on the court, Marvin Harrison is like running Philadelphia. Yeah. By the way. I yeah. don't know. But Derek Rose, I like D Rose though. Can, I, I like what he's doing now. Can you yeah. believe, can you believe there was a debate during that NF, that NBA draft? About whether the Bulls should take him or Michael Beasley. My goodness! Can you I'm, can you imagine if the Bulls had decided to go Beasley and then the Miami Heat took Derrick Rose with no, the number two overall pick, I'm and that he would have Miami had, Heat would have had rings with him. They they would have had Rose and Wade, and, and going Le, into and, LeBron might have came, yeah. and then and then they would have been going. They would with Rose and Wade. They would have gone into that 2010 uh, free agency period with all that same money. 
So let's say they don't get LeBron. Let's say they still get Bosch, though, right? Yeah. Oh, they would. They could have won. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not gonna say I was one of those people advocating to draft Beasley over Rose. <laughs> Beasley <laughs> was supposed really to really good. Beasley but was I, to... I thought Beasley was gonna be a hall. I did say draft Beasley over Rose. I thought he was gonna be a fucking Hall of Famer, dude. Beasley was supposed to be like uh, like a <sighs> secondary LeBron in the league, like low key. He was supposed to be. He's like same size, same yeah. type of athleticism, but. I don't know. He still puts up a random like thirty He's, ten game every dude, season. Dude, he'll he'll be playing in China. Someone will have an injury, like the Knicks or the Wait, Heat. And then call he'll come him up in for the fourth time. It'll come yeah. in and he'll score thirty. Yeah, <laughs> where, where seriously. Where's he at right now? He's is he still with he was, China. He's not in the with the Lakers. He got signed. He, to, I think he was on the Lakers. He yeah. was on the Lakers. I him, Rondo, Lakers. him, Rondo, him, uh, Rondo, whatever, the Chandler. All, the all flunky. Crew. Yeah, the old the OGs. My three worst calls collegiately who i all thought were gonna be like stud hall of famers were beasley cole aldrich kansas remember the center of kansas yeah cole yeah Ald- i thought cole aldrich was gonna be so legit and then brady quinn i oh, thought was gonna be uh, like uh when i heard the charlie weiss quote when he's like you're getting peyton manning and tom brady i was like of course you are brady quinn's gonna come and fucking kill it <laughs> dude i saw a girl at the west palm improv used to work the box office there she had a brady quinn tattoo <laughs> shut the fuck up that's yeah. like having a Rick Meyer tattoo. Yeah, that Remember was like Rick his Meyer? rookie, his Love rookie that. year, you know. And it's like yeah. I always I think about her every now and then, just like, yeah. oh, I wonder if she still likes her Brady Quinn. That tattoo. That means she's easy. If she has a Brady he, Quinn tattoo. He, uh, he, 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 this is how you know if a quarterback's gonna make it or not. It's the Subway curse, dude. The Subway sandwiches endorsement. Oh shit! Wait. Because RG3, RG3 was in there, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm still convinced two quarterbacks can play to this day who didn't get a fair shake. One is RG3, the other is Tim Tebow. I think Tim Tebow can play in the NFL. All he did the last game, second to last game he played is beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the fucking playoffs all the time. Tebow would be the best backup quarterback in the league and would be in the league forever because of his intangibles. But unfortunately... He the needs circus that comes around him, he no needed, one wants to deal with it. He needs somebody who believed in him and who schematically would embrace him. The circus him. is all. Josh McDaniels did it, got him fired. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought Derrick Rose was going to end up as Penny Hardaway, who was so good, and those injuries derailed him. But I'm yeah. glad to see that D. Rose got back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Impression. Well, look, on the Derrick Rose front, though, as you're pulling the next one, uh, look at like someone like Grant Hill, who was like really injured yeah. for a couple of years, uh-huh. and then once yeah. he got healthy, late in his career, he was very productive. He was a great contributor, man. Yeah. We need to get. You know what I need? I hate football, the Achilles injuries, but it ruins it. You know that thing Luke Skywalker was in, that stem cell <laughs> bubble bath, whatever the fuck that thing was. Yeah, we Tom Brady sleeps in one. He's we got need it. That's one Han, of those that's Han things. Solo. That's Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo. Yeah, Tom Brady sleeps in that. Don't worry about it. All right, we're doing another impression. So we're so read one, we're, the title we're one ask you we're one one. Da- no, Dave is two. Dave is oh, yeah, two. two one. You're two one. Tommy is blank. So then is it the first? <laughs> is it, I was playing. Is it the first one to get three points? Because I was being polite earlier. We'll play. I'll we'll play the first one in. to get four. All right, all right. Here we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard hasn't been back to the team after it was found out he sleeps with trans women. <laughs> Injury or publicity? <laughs> Sorry. Now, now, mystery guest, mystery. Guest, do you think this Chia. is something this day and age that Dwight Howard would be embraced over, or what? Do you think people would castigate him in the locker room? Yo, I feel like anything I say right now won't be politically correct. <laughs> Yo, you could you could be with whoever you want to be, son. For real, fam. You feel me? Yeah, I found the woman of my dreams, and Did we she have, have good hair. She had amazing hair. Yeah, and we have three beautiful children, and if one of them wants to grow up to be trans, 
it's all good. <laughs> I can't. I have no control over that. Now, do you think Dwight Howard can still contribute in the NBA as a basketball player? Nah, he big trash. <laughs> Remember when he went to the Lakers and they was like, yo, shoot the ball. He was like, nope. <laughs> all right. We, I, who else? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I know, easy. I know oh, Tommy. Yeah, there. With Jay-Z. I just don't want to shout it out because I don't want to ruin it for the. It's your boy. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next NBA impression before we get in trouble on that one. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Nope. That was pretty good. That was, that was a great. Good one. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. All these we started thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I don't think we were thinking in the Optimus Prime type of space. <laughs> I, I and was, also, that's hard to say words. He's good say, He's, he's good like, at yelling mm, things out. Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> Prime. Oh, no, that's that's Megatron. Prime. <laughs> All yeah, the only thing he says is uh, one word. Autobots roll out. Yeah. We'll protect humanity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, shit. All right. What happened to Shia LaBeouf? Anyways, go ahead. You know, Shia made some. Speaking of head cases. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Ah, uh, is this enough to fix the Warriors' problems? Clay hits 43 points with only four dribbles. Is he key? Is he key to fixing what's wrong with the Warriors? Huh? Now, does it make you mad? Yes. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me read it again. Uh, I think I may know who this is. Yeah, you know, bitch. He does these things, and <laughs> when he's trying to fix it the wrong way, I'm like, Yo, that's fucked up. And I'm like, Mr. White, magnets. I, I don't know. That's Yo, Mr. White. <laughs> Wait, you hear bitch. what he said? Did you hear what he said? Is that Denzel? <laughs> yeah, bitch. It's Denzel Washington. Yo, yeah. bitch. Yo, bitch. No, it's it. I'm not gonna say it. Some of you say it. It's get uh, a point. Oh yeah, I need a fucking point. There you go. Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Oh. Breaking bad. Breaking bad. I'm trying to. You gotta. You gotta. When when you talk like them and it's not coming through, you're like, well, what's their catchphrase? Yeah, then you hey. just go straight to the magnets. Bad science. <laughs> Well, that's it. Yeah, I think I think Warriors are gonna lose. It's, it's not, I don't think they're gonna make it through. It's Bitch, no, you don't think the Warriors are gonna win this year? Who are they gonna lose to? Somebody. They're gonna turn it on. I don't think. I, I don't I think, think there's the, a turn it on. I think this is the last year of the dynasty. I think the chemistry is kerfuffled at this point. That's a word that I learned. <laughs> I like that. Word, I could kerfuffled. see. I could see. <laughs> Someone who's been like nipping at their heels, like Houston coming up and beating them in a series. I mean, I could even I could see s- the Raptors beating them, dude. I could see them losing the same way they said in like their interviews. Hey, y'all, the only way we could lose is if we beat ourselves. Like you know, like some. Yeah. What the fuck does some, that mean? Some just, just one of those some godly phrases that yeah, doesn't even yeah. fucking mean. Some anything. higher power godly shit. Oh man, we're at the mountaintop. <laughs> like nobody. <laughs> nah, they they beat themselves versus LeBron because. Uh, uh, Draymond got uh, suspended. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. basically, that was them beating yeah. themselves. Oh, yeah. And he thinks he's the greatest of all time because of that now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, the thing with the Warriors, Draymond is shooting an ass percentage from. Yeah, he's playing terrible. He's shit. playing terrible. Look, all you got to do is wait for the trade. What is the When's the trade end? Uh, we, February? February 15th. We get, to that, we get to the last day of the trade, and then Draymond, out of here. Right when, the, <laughs> right when DeMarcus Cousin is feeling I was better. Say, Boogie will be back. Boogie's back. Well, let's see how. And much. then. KD starts smiling again. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Let's see how much Boogie is actually back I know, as right? well. Because well, he has how's, how's he going to fit in that team as well? Get in the post. I mean, if Draymond's not there, get in the post. He, he's yeah, a, we'll see. He's, I'm a, he's a good post Color player. Skeptic. It's only if he wants to play because you know how he played all his career. And he's also a fucking head case too. There's too many damn head. But, and KD is a head case as well. Yeah, they're all. I mean, the only one, the only people who keep their cool are Steph and Clay. Yeah. And. Honestly, we could we, they could win with just those two if you needed. To. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I look? It man. was it was originally Splash Brothers. Let's not forget. I think they were better off. The NBA was better off when it was Draymond, Clay, and Steph. I know? do. I thought it was way. I thought it was way more competitive more and fun, fun to watch. And that was the seventy-three and nine team. Not not with KD. KD. I just I, I think that what could be a caveat is that right now. They're leaving Draymond open, and he's shooting very They're poorly. Daring him. To Whereas shoot. if yeah. if Boogie can kind of fill that role and be their big guy out there, and Draymond and kind of goes and, in more. and and uh, and they drop off um, Boogie, he's probably going to drain those. You know, yeah. he's a scorer. Or the thing, yeah, I was going to say just put him in a post and let somebody do some post work because nobody really does that. Everybody does like uh, you know fadeaway jumpers, and they get in the post because everybody's too skinny to get you know, like really get physical. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would like to see Boogie play like a big man because he can. He's got big man moves. He's the only Absolutely. dude in the – other than, like – There's a few guys. There's a bonus. few dudes who have some good – like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the dude from Portland. I forget his name. Uh, Nurkic. Yeah. They, like, there's a few dudes who have, like, good post moves still Yeah. that yeah. haven't let it all fade out. But, like, you Absolutely. know, that's, it's useful. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, man, I really like this evolution of these, like, seven-foot dudes who are very athletic and, go, and can go to the rim, you know? But I also really miss the days of like, a, like you know, a, a guy like Michael Jordan who's a guard and could just soar over everybody. And when yeah. we were kids, everybody wanted to be that dude. And now I watch my kid play in basketball leagues, and all these like the, the tallest kid on the court's like hiking up like you know twenty five footers. Shootings, the you new know, shootings, the new Duncan. You, you know, and you know, it's statistically percentage wise playing playing the analytics, it makes sense to play basketball shooting three points. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if fucking Shaquille O'Neal was in the league right now, he would beat the Warriors every fucking time they play. Like that 28-year-old Shaq. Where Shaquille just in like, his prime. If he gets positioned in the post, just fuck it. It's yeah, over. It's going I've never and Kobe. seen those two, three years where Shaq wasn't fat. I've never seen a player, you know. As no, nobody could as nobody that. could touch him in the post. He was literally Dude. dunking on, like, the the. <laughs> Rim would be over there, and he would be pump faking you, and then dunking forward and just putting it in. He had fifty-two <laughs> yeah. free throws against uh, Pacers in mm-hmm. one Finals game. Yeah. But the reason I think the Warriors can lose is basketball. If the refs aren't fixing it, is like soccer in terms of like it's a beautiful game. It's passing the ball. Like think about when Argentina housed us in the Olympics. You know, the United States obviously had so much better talent than Argentina did. I think a similar thing can happen with the Warriors if they're not jiving. Mm, yeah, I miss those days, right. dude. I miss those Alonzo our... Mourning, Patrick Ewing, Shaq. Oh yeah, baby. just Man. big Beat dudes. Beat the fuck out of motherfucker. Banging down in if the like paint, dude. Some little ass John Starks comes in, just bam. You know what I mean? Like Steph Curry would get his ass beat. Well, right. I watched so many Heat games, dude. That <laughs> Hardaway I mean, running Steph. the point and Mourning in the post, dude. Oh, I love like, oh, Hardaway gotta, classics you, on fucking uh, ESPN Classic and on NBA TV when they show old games. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give Steph Curry a little credit, though. I don't. Steph's great. My, my only thing about I don't think Steph Curry would be like if you brought back like older players. I don't know if you could necessarily stop a Steph Curry 
the way he plays. I just think he would be. Uh, are we he, hand checking? Like, what are the rules? Well, my thing is, I, he's just too elusive. Think about how like he, he'd be great in any era, but yeah, I think so. But think about like how easy it was for someone like Iverson to get by those dudes. Yeah, like and it would Iverson be easier, wasn't you even. You could hand check when Iverson was playing. That's true. You could hand check, but like Jordan would average forty-seven. I think. I think. I think these new age dudes. Some of the guards could slip those dudes. I think like I think you would have good lockdown D from like maybe the three point and back to the you know to the to the what's it called to well, the paint. But yeah, well people forget. But as was, far as they shoot, I don't know, man. He well, would just start. We'd have to create a four point <laughs> shot. Yeah. We'd have to. People forget they had great athletes in the past. Bo Jackson is probably the best athlete I've ever seen in my life. And he was the fucking '80s. Vince Carter is probably still a top five dunker in the league today. He can still dunk through his legs, which is very impressive. Should, I think for Vince 40. Carter should do. A, the dunk a, contest. He should. One more. one more. He could do one more and Why probably not? win. He Pro- would win. He could do all his old dunks, and I'd be like, I would love I'd rather it. watch. It'd be that. like, it'd like you see the Rolling Stones and they're doing the greatest hits. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard Vince Carter say uh, on a radio show. I heard him say uh, that he can still dunk as good as he ever could. He goes, "It's just landing hurts more." <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. And that's like he's literally landing. You yeah, know? yeah. Not yeah. like when I jump. It's like, oh shit. I believe right. it, dude. Next, are we ready for the next? Yeah. Here we show? go. Here we go. All right. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see. I, I see the thing is, Jimmy Butler alleged, allegedly threatened to punch Brett Brown after disagreeing Brett Brown or his role in the offense. Is Jimmy Butler a problem? Now, you, you as an actor were known as a bad boy of the 60s and 70s cinema scene. Do you think Jimmy Butler can fit on a team or is he incorrigible in his negative presence i always see things as a bad boy myself i do believe that jimmy butler could do what it is he needs to do he's he's wild he's wild like i was back in the day back before i was just a a, a poor butler you know batman film. Not, not, <laughs> i was gonna say now what was it just coincidence that you played a very famous butler and now we're talking about jimmy butler <laughs> That's what makes me so sad. The universe is all connected. Crazy. Who, who it's like kickers about, kicking at, at, at phone poles. <laughs> Do we have a guess? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. How many names? Do we We've have got one? too many. Okay. We've got to <laughs> hurry up because I'm going to be late for work <laughs> and I'm going to get fired, which okay. I can't let happen. I can do one more, though. Let's do one more. Here we go. The, the, this is the sudden death NBA impressions game. Oh, snap. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> She's going to yell shit out. Denzel again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, Derrick Rose. Uh, okay, yeah, and Vince Carter. I already got it. Currently <laughs> star. <laughs> he yelled it out. Yeah, currently uh, in all-star. Mark okay. Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is, huh? That's how he talks, right? <laughs> but yeah. Okay, all right. Derrick Rose and Vince Carter currently in as all-star front leaders. Should ha- Dude, should, that is so good. Like, fans, if you don't look at him, should fans be allowed? Huh? Should fans be allowed to vote? Because if they're voting, then I'm goating down to the children. I don't know. You should have just, just had him do Denzel the whole podcast. I, <laughs> a lot more hits on this podcast. You could have lied and told everyone yeah. that I was here. Huh? With our guests today, Dave Williamson and Denzel <laughs> Washington. <laughs> My man, Sean Joshi. Okay, all right. I love that, man. That is so good. Yeah, uh, obviously, <laughs> we'll give it to Dave. Dave is the winner. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Dave. Yeah. 
tell you, it means a lot to me. I'm very competitive. Tommy Tubbody won today. A brand new bottle of water. Yeah. From the lobby. And a lifetime supply of self-esteem. Fantastic. Wait, it is. It's ridiculous it's the so fan funny. voting in the NBA. Like Derrick Rose is second in oh, the yeah, West. Oh yeah, that's a thing, huh? What when did they start that one two years ago? Yeah, well it's been fan voting for a while. Really? Derrick Rose is second in guards and Vince Carter is like fifth or sixth in the East. Let's fucking <laughs> let's do it. Let's just ruin it's Well crazy. the All-Star game's boring enough as it is. I wouldn't mind well, that. Well I, I will say that I was another thing I was wrong on, like the NFL rules that I thought were gonna ruin the league and it actually ended up fixing it, was the uh the what they did with the All-Star game where they they just had like and LeBron and thing? Steph yeah pick teams. I was like, that's stupid. It's always been East West. We need to know who's better East West. And then the game was a lot more fun when they just picked yeah. teams and played. You know? But they should televise that so that we can see the shame the of draft. The, the fat kid who gets picked last yeah. in gym class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I think that's crazy. You got to run, JD? You can stick around for some news or you got to run? I got to run in the next four minutes. Four, can you stick around for some news or you got to yeah, run? Yeah, man. I got nothing but sitting in traffic. Okay. Let's do some Tommy. Let's hit some news, buddy. <clears throat> All right. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I see why you got this guy. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Watching him through the door is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Because it's not like he's getting like great audio. Because the door's like cracked. It wouldn't even matter. It could just be open. He was thinking on that too. He was thinking which which jingle should I do? Michael Winslow over here. Yeah, look at you. We need a Tommy cam though. Oh man, we got we got one more camcorder. Yeah. All right, uh, from Deadspin. Last July, 90-year-old cyclist Carl Grove was the lone competitor in his age group at the U.S. Masters Track Championships where he set an age group world record in the individual pursuit with a time of three hours and six minutes. Sadly, Grove subsequently popped a positive for the banned steroid epitrembolone in a drug test after the race. Now, even though the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency let Grove off with a public warning, he will be stripped of his world record. Dude, how dirty is cycling that even a 90-year-old motherfucker is testing? It is the dirtiest sport. Stop stop popping (laughs) anti-trembolone. It's probably something found in blood pressure medication. (laughs) What if he's like, that was prescribed to me? Yeah, seriously, man. Everything. I think cycling is the dirtiest fucking sport ever, dude. I don't think there's a single clean cyclist out there. Stupid. All right, what do we got next, Tommy? Man did steroids, and he wasn't even racing anybody. Yeah, yeah he was true. the only one in his time group. He was the only one in his league. That's ridiculous. <laughs> From the Daily Mail, a former WWE wrestler has defended a vile stunt that saw her pull out her bloody tampon and shove it in her opponent's mouth. Priscilla Kelly has faced fierce backlash online after footage of her stunt in Los Angeles in December went viral. Is this the best finishing move of all time? Uh, be googling that right now. Yeah, wait, did that happen on a? Was that on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown? It was on, or? A, it was on a wrestling NXT? show in Los Angeles. Was- she pulled a t- uh, bloody tampon out of her "quote unquote" twat and uh, shoved it in her opponent's mouth. That might be the best finishing move ever created. <laughs> I mean, if we got mankind, we got st- mankind sticking his freaking his sock Johnson in people's. Sock. Yeah, Mr. Socko and all Mr. that. Mr. Claw or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's doing that, I mean, there was a, I mean, but there was ball sweat. What's worse, ball sweat or blood sweat? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I would sweat. rather be stone cold stunned. Yeah, than, no, than I that. would. <laughs> 
That's just dirty. That's just not even literally. Dirty. I mean, but what it, was it bloody or was it a prop? I mean, you know, wrestling is wrestling is real, JD. It is real, real entertaining, and that's what I mean by that. It's so gosh darn entertaining. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Let's end on the uh, salt bay story, and we'll we'll go ahead and close it up. All right, uh, the salt bay, also from Deadspin, Frank Ribéry, along with his Bayern teammates has spent the Bundesliga winter break in a training camp in the Qatari city of Doha. The Frenchman decided to spend some of his downtime by hopping over to Dubai to fulfill what is apparently the duty of every well-known athlete, eating a meal at the restaurant owned by Salt Bay, the walking meme whose 15 minutes of fame seemed to be up at least an hour ago. The footballer had a golden encrusted steak. Would you guys go out of your way to be served by the Salt Bay? I'm laughing because they just found the tampon story and they're looking I at would, it. I would. I didn't hear a word of that. that. I, I, know, I know Salt Bay. I saw the golden crust and steak on his Instagram the other day. Yeah, I don't get this gold food. What's the point of fucking gold food, man? Uh, obviously, you don't have the money to understand it, Sean. <laughs> no. no, but it's very much like a board. We're rich. We got gold. It can be – it's flavorful. It's whatever. It's edible. Let's do it. We're putting yeah. gold on Dave, food. Dave, are you okay? Have you seen? You haven't seen the golden uh, tacos. <laughs> There's golden tacos now. Yeah. Golden chicken wings. I saw the I've golden seen chicken that. wings. Uh huh. Now I saw the. They leave your lips all gold. Ba- that dude is basically the real. Uh, He's like some most, most, most uh, interesting man in the world. That yeah. dude. He's literally. Mm, that's literally what he is. Like yeah. he trains. He's always working out. He's always flicking salt off his fucking <laughs> like was, shoulder, <laughs> his that elbow. That shit is gross. Because if you see the video, it's going through his hair, bro. It's going through his fucking elbow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a waterfall of salt. It's like the shit. it's like that a manly grater. Like <laughs> disgusting. I saw DiCaprio's face when he was doing it, and he was like, uh. <laughs> "Now, are you okay, Dave? I feel like you haven't recovered since you saw the tampon thing uh, on your phone." No, it wasn't the tampon thing. It's, I was just thinking about Goldschlager. Something's <laughs> <laughs> a bad memories. I will take a shot of Goldschlager right the fuck now. Oh. I think that's a good one to end it on, boys. Tell them where to find y'all. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter is at Dave W Comedy, and uh, and I'm gonna be starting a podcast soon about barbecue called Meet Dave. You can go subscribe to that. <laughs> oh, I love all that. the podcast. I don't have any episodes up yet. We're recording them and stockpiling them, and that'll That's be out in the next couple weeks. Right, yeah. nice. and you can see him in uh, Texas and Florida coming up soon. Right? Uh, Florida, and then I'll be doing all the way down the uh, southeast. In February. Very nice. nice. JD, tell the people. Uh, you can follow me on all socials at JD Witherspoon. That's my at. Uh, it's pretty simple, simple or whatever the word is. Uh, also, I host a show on Facebook Watch called Confetti that you can watch every day at 6.30 p.m. where we give away money uh, for trivia or vice versa. You, oh, nice. You, like you play the trivia the, thing. Yeah, you play the trivia game and you can win Parts of a large lump sum. I look forward to getting frustrated and angry and yelling at my face. Oh, the questions are difficult. I, you will. <laughs> I do that. And I'm Sean Joshi. Find me and the podcast fanatics on your favorite social media, including MySpace, guys. You guys have been great. Love you all. See you next week. Have a good one. Games this weekend. Peace. T- say bye also, Tommy. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <All right>. Thanks, <laughs> Tommy <guys>. Wakefield. <laughs> bye.